Hi friends, and welcome to Shine Podcast with Amber Lawton. I'm here to bring you weekly encouragement to help you get moving from a life of drab to totally fab. Okay, so I'm being a little extra here, but I want you to know that I am here to encourage you to move forward in purpose. I hope that as you are encouraged weekly, you get out there and you really shine wherever you go. Okay. So let's go ahead and get moving into this episode. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. If you can't tell by the song, it is time for us to be brave. Say what you want to say. Oh my gosh, let the words fall out. That's right. Today we are moving along and we are continuing in this braveness that we are building up momentum so that when we go into 2020, we are unafraid about what it is that we are called to do, purpose to do, whatever our destiny is set and designed for us. That's what we're moving into. Today, I have a couple of things that I want to talk about with you and well, you know, I would love it if you would send me a voice message. Send me a little something, give me some feedback on like what you think about the things that we talk about here. So today we are going to be talking about living unapologetically. Now I will tell you, I've had it on my mind for like two weeks now and I was like, I don't know, should I share that? Because, you know, people hear living unapologetically and they think, you know, it's about being prideful and like not really having to answer to people and that's not what I want to talk about. But you know, last night I was sitting in church and the person who was ministering mentioned this and I was like, okay, Lord, I hear you loud and clear because obviously this is something that you do want to talk about and so why not share it? Now, before I get started though, before we go into it and get into the nitty gritty of it all, you know, I would like to say thank you for listening. Thank you for listening and being encouraged. Thank you to those of you who have shared with me how this has been pushing you along. Thank you to those of you who have said, you know, what you shared was exactly what was on my mind. And so now that we know that we are in this together, that we are not alone in the things that come up, in our issues, in our <laughs> self-sabotage ways. Um, let's talk about living unapologetically. Now, there's something that I've been wanting to share with you guys, and I, have, I think I'm going to share it today, but it'll be later on in the episode. We're going to talk about 2020 and um, what we're doing to prepare. So, before we get going... I want you to take a moment. Take a moment and think about what does living unapologetically look like to you? What does it mean to you? What is it like? What would be your ideal day of living unapologetically? I'm going to take a little break here. And when we come back, we are going to talk about it. Okay, now that we've had time to think about it and possibly write it down, let's get right into living unapologetically. Now, unapologetically does not mean that you're walking around intentionally offending people, like going all over the place and uh, doing things that are definitely not permissible, definitely unjust, or definitely uh, just not right. 
you know living unapologetically doesn't mean that you get to go out there and break the rules in the sense of like living in an anarchist kind of mindset it's not about pride and it's definitely not about offense but living unapologetically means that you live in the freedom to be able to be who you have been created to be it means that you're able to go out in the world and be like here i am and this is who i've been created to be it also means that you are willing to share the things that matter the things that matter the most, in fact. Living unapologetically means that you're not taking into considerations the thoughts and opinions and perceptions of others so much that you find yourself tucked in a corner and, you know, not doing much of anything. You know, I've noticed that in the day-to-day, there are many people who live various lifestyles they have different beliefs from me and with some of them you know I think that it's incredible that they're able to just be themselves for what however they see themselves and not worry about what others think or see or how they feel on the other hand I have noticed there are there are some individuals in that group that have definitely taken on a form of pride that is I don't want to say detrimental, but it's definitely not good. We'll say it's not good. And this level or measure of pride is the kind of pride that does not allow for others who are more wise, who have, you know, they're able to see from the outside and give you perspective. Well, basically, you don't be, you become where you're not teachable when you have this measure of pride. And so what I've noticed is that for some people, when it comes to living unapologetically, they take it more from the mentality of like, you're giving the middle finger to everybody. You know, like, forget about you, forget about you. This is what I wanna do, this is how I'm gonna do it, and it doesn't even matter. That's not what I'm talking about at all. Like, we should have consideration for others around us, and we should care about those who matter to us, who, like I said in a previous podcast, have agreement with us when it comes to the standards that we live for our lives. So it's important that you have core values first, that you understand what your core values are so that you know that the individuals that you are walking with have those core values. So you know, if you haven't had the opportunity to go and listen to my podcast that was related to friendships, you can go back and listen to that. You can, of course, send me a voice message after you listen to it. But here's what I'm getting at. I've shared before that I have different individuals in my life that have similar beliefs to me and have lived their life out in a way that you can see there's some wisdom there. And so those are the people that I let speak into my life. I let those individuals that aren't always coming from a negative place, that, you know, aren't always seeing the glass as half empty, but individuals who see it for what it is. It's a glass with liquid in it. That's it. It's a glass with liquid. So because whether the glass is half empty or half full, it still weighs the same. And so it's just a matter of seeing it for what it really is and being able to help you along. Now, that was just a little bit of an extra bonus for you because living unapologetically is what we're really here for. So living unapologetically, let's talk about it. Now, 
I remember when I was a kid, I had this one favorite sweater. I wore it like all the time. Seriously, like all the time. And my mom hated it. Like she absolutely hated it. But you know what? I did not let that stop me from wearing it like all the time. And you know, when I got older, I remember uh, somewhere in my teens that there was this negative perception that others, my peers, had about people who wore the same clothes in a in a week. You know, like maybe they wore an outfit on Monday that that they then wore on Friday, and. I don't know, that changed my whole thought process and the way that I was living, like dressing myself, you know. I didn't want to have that negative perception around me. So why am I giving you this example? Well, because it's part of the whole living unapologetically. You know, as a kid, I had no concept of, you know, what others would even think if I wore a sweater like two days in a row. But as a teenager, all of a sudden, it just completely changed my world. Like I had to then live a certain way because I knew the perception that others would have would be something negative. So living with apologies looks like you are living your life to cater to others. It looks like you are not making decisions based off of what you know to be right or true, but you're making them based off of a negative perception that you may receive from somebody else. Living apologetically can look like you not saying the things that need to be said, you not speaking out the truth, you not giving your opinion because you're afraid that that's going to shift or change some things that someone else might think about you. Living apologetically looks like you confine yourself or restrict the things that you go after because you're more afraid of what people will do, how they will respond, as opposed to you just going out there and doing it. And living apologetically can also look like you constantly apologizing, constantly feeling like you have to do something to, I don't know, please people. Yes, this all goes into that fear and people-pleasing pattern. Um, If you have read my blog for any point in time, over the course of the last few years, then you will know that I used to be a people pleaser. Like I used to worry so much about how people, what people thought of me, how they felt about me, and I was constantly looking to just please people. I also realized that during that time of my life, I spent a good amount of time apologizing for things that I didn't need to apologize for. I remember I had a friend at one point in my life that they told me that the uh, the way that I apologized, the amount of times that I was apologizing for things, that it made it where a, the apology had no value. Because by the time I would get around to apologizing for something that actually meant something to them, it would be insincere because I had spent so many times apologizing for things that didn't really matter. You know, last week I went to the post office and... It was kind of a sprinkly, almost rainy day, and I got to the mailbox, and I went to go put my envelopes in the mailbox, and I looked at the time on the pickup time, and I didn't know what time it was because I didn't have my phone. Oh my gosh, like seriously, what was going on in my life that I did not have my phone? But I didn't have my phone. I was not wearing a watch, 
And I saw a man walking down the street. He had just put his jacket on. He was putting his hood on because it was, you know, starting to drizzle. And I just out of the blue was like, excuse me, sir. Like, can you tell me what time it is? Now, I say it was out of the blue because normally I would not stop him. Like, normally I would have just went into the post office and um, got some help in there. But I was just like, ah, let me just ask him what time it is. So I asked him what time it was. And then as he was, like, going to look for his phone... I found myself saying the words, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for stopping you, like something like that. And he was just like, oh, there's no need for apologies. I don't mind. And then he was like, he told me the time. And so yay, yay for me. I actually made it to the mailbox on time. But that moment, it reminded me, like, what was I apologizing for? Like, he actually did not have to stop or respond to me. So it was not an inconvenience to him, but... It was just a moment that was happening. He was helping me out. So it reminded me of a teaching that I was listening to and the person who did this teaching, they were talking about how when you live a life of people pleasing, you will find yourself apologizing a lot. And if you are apologizing a lot, then that also means that you may be living a life of shame. You may be a person who is ashamed of yourself. You may actually just be carrying shame, depending on your circumstance. You could be carrying shame that happened uh, before anything ever happened to you. Like something happened while you were in the womb, you know, before you were born and you came out with this shame. It could be something happened to you in your life that caused you to be ashamed of who you are, who knows, maybe somewhere in your childhood or your teen years or if you're in your not in your early 20s but you've lived through your 20s, something happened where somebody made you feel bad about you. So much so to the point that it caused for you to shift into this other personality, this other person. And so it was a protection mode, but at the same time, you also feel negatively about yourself. It could be a subconscious thing, really. It does not have to be something that presents in the mirror like every single day. Like, you know, you may not have a problem with looking at yourself in the mirror. I know some people that do. And, well, that's a whole nother story, but, you know, you may not have a problem looking at, looking at yourself in the mirror, you know, affirming yourself, saying empowering words, but you may be carrying shame. And that shame is presenting itself by the way that you interact with others and the way that you're willing or unwilling to speak out certain things. Now, as a believer, I will tell you that there are uh, many things that I've gone through with the Lord that he's brought me healing and he's removed the shame. And, you know, he still deals with the little bit of like fragmented pieces that are in there that, you know... Well, I'll tell you, like, it's not until like I'm going through something that I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I still have this going on. I can't believe it. You know, one thing that shifted me in my life this year was going back to school. It's been about 12 years since I've been in school. And, you know, I will at some point share like my testimony about what has occurred and everything. But for now, just know that when I first went back to school, I was not confident at all about what was going to take place. I was sitting in a classroom with people who were like nearly half my age, maybe a little bit, you know, like somewhere in there, uh, a little bit older, but not enough to be close to my age. 
And they were people who've been um, in the educational system for a while. They, you know, they maybe just graduated from their undergrad and they're going into their master's. So, you know, here comes comparison. And I'm like, I am an older person. I have, do not, I have not been in a classroom in 12 years. Um, you know, I don't even know why they why they approved me to be in this school. Like, yes, all these kinds of thoughts going through my mind. And so I found found myself falling into traps of, of perfectionism. Why? Because I was not living unapologetically. Because I was I was trying to be brave, but I was still doing things afraid. And, you know, well, thank the Lord that he worked that out. Thank you, Jesus. Like, thank you, Jesus, for working that out for me. And thank you that you're working it out for my good. Now, here's something. As a believer, and, you know, you're welcome to listen to this if you're not a believer, uh, but I want to share this portion with all my friends who are believers. As a believer, we should be able to share our faith and what we believe with others without feeling like we're stepping on people's toes, without feeling like we're offending them, you know, The point of the gospel is that it's the good news. It's good news that we want to share with others. We want, now, your life should be a message, yes, and you shouldn't really have to say too many things, but there do, there are these moments in life. There comes a point in time where there are things that need to be said. Like, how else are people going to know who the Lord is if we're not sharing who he is? So going back to this thing of living unapologetically, one of the things that I, one of the scriptures that I went to, well, it's Romans 12 too. And I think it's kind of funny that this was a scripture that the Lord brought me to, but Romans 12 too says, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Now, that is the, I'm going to say common English. Oh, Christian standard. Sorry. That's a Christian standard version. But the Passion Translation, I like this one sometimes. It says, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Now, reading that scripture in the Passion Translation, what I like about it is that it's saying to stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture. When you live unapologetically, then that means that you live out the standard that the Bible has set for you and you do it in such a way that you're not trying to connect with the culture around you to look like them. But you're really trying to live out a life that looks like Christ. You're really trying to live a life that reflects what he says, how he says it, and what he says to do. Now, I've been in some difficult conversations with people. I'm not a person that likes to argue, although I'm pretty good at it. (laughs) No, but seriously, I am not a person that likes to argue. I just won't. I don't see the point of it. If anything, it incites anger and rage. And it's just like, what are we doing here? You know, uh, 
Now, there are some arguments that are worth, you know, stating what is your opinion or your belief, but, you know, it doesn't need to go to the point of, like, being ready to, like, stab a person. Of course, that's super dramatic. You guys know I'm dramatic. So, like, my point here is this. If you're going to live your life for Christ, then why not do it to a degree that is bold and brave? Why not do it to the extent that what you do matters to him? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, do you hear it? Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Do you hear me? Living unapologetically means that you're unafraid of the opinions of man. You're unafraid of the concerns and opinions of the culture because you're trying to bring in kingdom culture. We want to see the kingdom of God reflected in the earth. And the only way to do that is to live our lives out genuinely connected with his culture genuinely trying to please you know pleasing god doesn't look like trying to commit to acts in order to earn your salvation you've already been given your salvation through jesus so there's nothing that you can do to earn your place in heaven to earn your place with god but pleasing god is about living out a life that you don't have apologies to other people for setting up a standard that you live by. Standards are good because they're guides and measures for which you can follow. You know, I think part of the reason why this scripture came up for me when we're talking about living unapologetically is because when we're so consumed by the world around us, when we want to do the popular thing, when we want to be relevant to those around us, we lose a sense of ourself. And it's also uh, something that then gets the fear wheel moving and spinning because you can't keep up with pleasing people. You just can't. Like the opinions of people, what they like, what they don't like, they change constantly. Change. They're, uh, what is that called? They are like erratic. The thoughts and opinions of people can go from one place to the next. It's the reason that we see people at the top of their game or the charts or whatever, you know, the most popular, most sexy, most most whatever. And then the next week they are like, I don't know, in the in the trash (laughs) you know like people are hating on them and they don't like them and they're like who is this person like you know they were a one-hit wonder like you will not be able to keep up with people if you're constantly trying to please them but what I can tell you is that when you set your priority to the things of God when you set your priority to the way that he says for you to live your life, when you put him as priority, you know, making him number one, well, then you've set yourself up on stable and steady ground. You've set yourself up for a place that not only will help you to be constant within yourself, 
because the Holy Spirit is going to bring you that stability that you need. But what you're also going to find is that you're able to just be a little more brave and a little more courageous. You know, sometimes I find myself in these conversations with friends and I tell them, um, you know, there's there are things that they want to do and they haven't done it. There are places that they want to go and they haven't been there. They haven't even put into plan the things that are necessary to take the next steps to the thing. And we'll be having conversations about like things going on in our life and yeah, sometimes I hear when people tell me like, oh, like it's incredible that you've done this or that you're doing that. And I'm like, the thing that I keep in the forefront of my mind is that when the Lord gave instructions to individuals in the Bible, when he was telling them different things, he told them to be strong and courageous and to not be afraid because the Lord their God was with them wherever they go. I've made it a point in my life to develop a relationship with God. So that doesn't look like he's a mean guy sitting on a throne somewhere distant, pointing his finger at me and telling me these are the rules that you have to, you have to do in order for me to even uh, be okay with you. No, what I see is that I have a loving father and a friend, a best friend. I have someone who's promised to never leave me, ever. Even in those moments where I make wrong decisions, bad decisions, he never leaves me. In fact, in those moments, he reminds me of who I am. He reminds me, I did not make you for this. I did not bring you into the earth or create you for this thing that now makes you feel worse, makes you feel ashamed. So living unapologetically, what I can tell you is that the more that you step out and make the decision to do what it is that God is calling you to do, the purpose, the more that you reflect and the more that you ponder on his word, the more that you will find that your thoughts will begin to come into a place that aligns with what he says. And then there's no worry of what man says. There's no worry about what other people say. You know, I listen to various uh, people who are leaders within the church, but I also listen to other people who are speakers that like are unrelated to the Christian sphere. And when I listen to them, one of the things that um, that really stands out is that whatever they believe to be their belief system, whatever they believe to be the thing that they stand on, they have no problem saying it. Even if there's a possibility that they will get some type of negative backlash, they don't hold back. You, my friend, may be the very voice that someone needs to hear. You may have an answer. You may have an encouragement. You might even have truth that someone needs to hear. And if you are holding back, well, is that really living unapologetically? 
So like I said, it's not that you're giving the middle finger to people and saying, forget you and all of your, you know, however you feel about things, but it is considering that there are times in your life that something must be done or said. Okay, so that's it for the unapologetically thinking, uh, unapologetically living. So if you have anything that you would like to share with me, please, again, I said, this before the beginning of my podcast, feel free to send me a voice note. Um, you may also connect with me on social media, um, send me a message. I am on Facebook. You can find me under my name, Amber Lawton. That's right. Uh, on Instagram, I am Amber Marie underscore L. So feel free to connect with me. Okay, so. I was going to share something else today, but I think for now I'm going to leave us with just what we talked about with Unapologetically Living. Now, here's the thing. In 2020, I'm going to be doing some things a little differently. I am trying to set my schedule because, as you all know, I'm in school. So I'm setting my schedule so that I have time to be able to connect with you weekly, as well as Uh, continue with my writing because that is important but I also want to connect with you more so I am planning out a schedule that I will be able to bring some other guests on here here's another thing I'm thinking for 2020 that the time that I share with you I'm also going to record the podcast live what I mean is this you may be listening on the podcast But at the time that I record it, I think I'm going to do a live video. So give me your thoughts. What do you think? Are you wanting to connect in that way? I will also be possibly starting off a group, a group that can talk about shining. And in that group, the individuals that decide to join me there will have some other things shared with them that will not be on the podcast. That group um, will provide feedback and will also share their thoughts on things that we talk about. So if you want to join that group, you, of course, have to connect with me on Facebook because that's where the group is going to be. And again, that will be in 2020, which is only four days away. Can you believe it? Four days away. Now, what would be a better time than to start living unapologetically than 2020? You've got four days. Make the decision, friend. Do it. Do whatever it is that you are destined to do. 2020 is here. It is upon us. So so start writing out the plan. Start thinking about some of the ways and things that you could change to live unapologetically. Okay, that's it for now, but I'm sure we will be talking very soon. It might actually be in four days. We'll find out. (laughs) Until then, I hope that you are having a wonderful holiday season. I hope that you have on your heart and on your mind the things that need to change so that you can be the best you that you've been created to be. Bye for now.